from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Are you prepared to romance? Today, we are going to be talking about the world of wrestling. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Which it turned out isn't just hype up with energy. It is supercharged with romance as well. This is going to be so great. I am Sarah Wendell. And I'm Alicia Rye. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we bring you a love story every single day. And we have a guest for this episode, do we not? We do. We do have a guest. We have my fiance, Kai. Hello. How are you guys doing? Art thou prepared to run amok? <laughs> I am prepared. You're prepared. I'm going to keep coming up with derivative statements because... We cannot say the the rumbling line. <laughs> <laughs> I am not I am not permitted, nor am I ready yes. to do anything remotely rumbly. So Kai is a huge wrestling fan, yep. um, and that's why he's here. And we actually found a pro wrestling name generator. Sarah, what is your wrestling name according to this generator? It is. Oh, gosh. It is Buff Genius. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's not wrong. Buff Genius. First of all, that could not be more white buff. That makes it sound like I run around in a body stocking. Um, but I will accept Genius. What's your wrestling name? Mine is Atomic Ranger, which I Heck yeah. I really love. That's pretty good. Actually. Yeah, that's and it keeps my initials. So I yeah, like exactly. That. That's, yeah. that's really good. Cool. I okay. love it. I actually think our our podcast name would make a good wrestling name, right? Like Love Struck. 
It would actually. Lovestruck. Yeah, or a cool Entered like wrestling group. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes Lovestruck. Alicia? Yes. Plot twist? Yeah. I entered Lovestruck Daily into the wrestling name generator, oh, and the wrestling name is Dark Vampire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, genre twist. I guess. Okay. I guess. All right, what about Kai? What is Kai's what is mine. Kai's wrestling name? Oh my god. What? My, Why did you get such a cool one? I know, right? I think this should be yours. It's Fierce Phoenix. Yeah, that's mine. Mm, I'm that's feeling a cool that. name. It's like a luchador name, Fierce Phoenix. Wow. Like I'm over here buff genius. That's fine. All right. I mean, Kai often tells me that I don't think I have a good wrestling name, but I don't think I'd be a good wrestler. I think I'd be an excellent manager. Though. Oh, great manager. This actually makes me very mad when people say wrestling is fake yeah. because that yeah. is not fake. Yeah. That is not fake athleticism. No. That is not fake. I do think that they should be members of the stuntsman union. Mm-hmm. I think they should be unionized and protected because I think some of that stunt work is not safe, yeah. but mm-hmm. it is not fake. But the storylines, those are not necessarily true. Right. right. They're scripted. So everything you see in wrestling scripted. is all scripted. Like I said, the only thing that's not fake is what they do in the ring. They're like, like stuntmen and actors. Yes. In the same profession. One of the most conditioned athletes in the world. So when people say, like, oh, you know, you know it's fake, right? It's like, oh, wait, I didn't know James Bond was real. Wait, is Iron Man real? Did I see him flying over my house t- today? Like, no, you don't see that because <laughs> all that is scripted and it's to tell a story. And what wrestlers do every day is to tell live stories in front of you. That's why I love watching wrestling. How old were you when you first started watching wrestling? I, yeah. was, I was three years old. When I first said, it's funny because my, my brother and I were like, we're hanging out with a family friend and she's trying to keep us busy while our parents were playing, um, were playing tennis. So she'd get, get us like, you know, uh, DuckTales and Ninja Turtles and all the Power Rangers. We saw all Power Rangers, season one, two, whatever. And then she got, she's like, I guess she randomly got like a tape of wrestling, like WrestleMania one. I'm like, it's like, here you guys go. Enjoy. It's like three hours of wrestling. My brother and I were very into it. Like, we got so into it. She's like, you guys want any more cartoons? We're like, no, we only want wrestling. She's like, uh, okay. So she like scrambled and got like every single wrestling she could find, tape she can find. It. And we watched everything. Every WrestleMania, every SummerSlam, every like, every program they had, we we consumed it. Like, every single day at, at her house while my parents were playing uh, tennis. So that's why we really got into it. And from there, just our obsession took off. Wow. What do you like about wrestling? What did you like then? And what do you, I mean, you still watch it now. What do you like now about it? It's like the, the drama and the storylines. Uh, there's so many different like storylines to tell. So it's like a six or seven months journey and story that uh, you're following this person to really get to the top of the mountain and they finally get it. So you feel like you're a, per- you're a part of that. I love that combination of storylines. And, you know, it's funny to see the heels make fun of the audience. Just the, I don't know, the storyline of all the wrestling. I love it. I once did a podcast interview with a romance author named Rose Lerner Mm. because she loves Mm. wrestling, loves it. And the thing that she loves is the narrative skill it takes to turn a hero into a heel Mm. or a heel into a hero. It's very much a redemption arc a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Is that still going on? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's there's been like longtime heels. Like there's one guy named Randy Orton. He's he's one of the, the biggest like... Oh, my God. He celebrated his 20th year in wrestling. How? The, the WWE. I don't know. The what do helped. his knees feel like? Oh, probably <laughs> like an 80-year-old. Like These guys beat their bodies up like crazy. So he celebrated his 20th year. And he's always been known for being the most like – like his, his nickname is a legend killer. So what he does, he beats up these like older, <laughs> like more uh, more uh, established characters, like face characters, uh, good guy characters. And that's what got him hated because people want to see these you know old-time – 
awesome characters win, but he always beat them. And then he would always talk trash afterwards. But he was so scary in how he did things. This is facial expressions and what he said on the microphone. Whatever he said, he did. But then somehow, someway, his partner, this one, like, dude, bro guy, kind of changed the way he looked at things. And after, after like three or four months, he actually became likable again. Because this guy, he's like so positive and happy, he would not let Randy Orton be mean anymore. It's like, I know the good Randy. He's always positive. Everyone else saw him as a bad guy. But over four, three, four months, he became now the most likable character on the show, which is really cool to see how he redeemed himself over time. All right. So tell us some romance. Tell us, tell us some romantic stories about wrestlers. I love this. The best romance couple of all time, and I think every wrestling fan will say this, is the Macho Man Randy Savage and Elizabeth. Those two, like, because they were, they were a real-life couple. A real-life couple. How come he has five names and she has one? I, <laughs> that's just. That is her wrestling name, Yeah, though. it's her wrestling name. Is Elizabeth. It's Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. But does she come out dressed as the queen? Sometimes she does. And oh, at, yeah. at big events, yes. she does. They call her Queen for a little bit, they call her Queen Elizabeth, but. I love it. She, yeah. So he, the, the Macho Man, for the most part, he's like very intense, very like pugnacious. She's like, she's like the most, the sweetest person you can ever imagine. Very sweet, very kind. And so they bounce their out. So if he's too aggressive, she'll talk to him and calm him down, calm the beast down. And when she's like too nice, he'll like kind of like push her to be, you know, more aggressive. So it's a cool like relationship they had. So what happened is the best storyline is his last match, right? WrestleMania 7 against the Ultimate Warrior. And for a while, he started getting more cocky before that. And he kind of was like pushing her away. And when he finally pushed her away, said, I don't need you anymore. Another woman came into his life. Her name was uh, Sister Sherry. And she's very toxic, like the toxic new girlfriend, right? And you can see over months and months and months, she's like eroding his confidence, eroding his spirit and boosting up his ego. So he thought, you know what? To be champion, I got to put my career on the line against this guy. And she, Sherry's like, yeah, do that because she's an all or nothing kind of person. And Elizabeth would never have him do that kind of stuff because she's always like, think positive, think smart. So the match happens, he loses. She comes in and attacks him and beats him up, right? And you think, what kind of, you know, big time wrestler can come and save him? Miss Elizabeth, after six months of being off, you know, we know who she, where she was, comes out of the crowd and attacks. <gasps> Hold tight. We'll be right back. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking pleasure air technology combined with new climax control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the doll and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Which she never, she's never laid hand on hand on anyone ever at this, at this point. After five years of being on TV, never hurt anybody, never threw a punch, nothing. She's like cussing. And, and then you see when he's just like slicking down, kind of sad and scared. She touches him. He's just like a little scared and shocked, looks at her. They lock eyes and then they hug. And it's like one of the best moments in wrestling because everyone loves them. For, for months, they were they're broken up. Right. So the couple who are broken up get back together. Like, like it's like it's like Benifer. Like they were gone for a, for a long time. They came back together. It's such a great love story. And they got married that next week. Live on TV. Wow. Yeah. So it was, it was an amazing story. And they're actually they were act- together. They were actually married in real life. Yeah. They're like a real life couple. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Alicia, are you going to uh, beat up any of Kai's ex-girlfriends? You kick their asses live on TV. <laughs> you know what? I was actually, we've had like very deep conversations because I don't know that much about wrestling. I just know whatever he tells me and that's it. And I have to like listen to it constantly. But side note, can I just say, isn't it so fun when the person you're with just tells you all about the thing that they yes. love the most? Yeah. It's so fun. I love yeah. it. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. It's, but like, so he is always telling me about stuff and I'll watch it like when it's on with him or whatever. Like I'll listen to it in the background and play on my phone. I have an issue with how many of the women's storylines revolve around fighting over a guy. And so I fair I because <laughs> I don't think that they have enough women scripting this stuff. Like I don't think they have enough great script writers. Yeah. Like I think I feel like sometimes they let the script go by the wayside and they're just like it's they're it's like, oh, we just want to see two scantily clad women beating each other up over a man. I was like telling him, I'm like, I would do it so that they were maybe like one of them was a bully when they were in high school and the other one was the girl that she bullied and then they come back. And so I think AEW, please hire me. (laughs) I don't know anything about wrestling, but I will script your stories better than (laughs) you could script them. But no, I I would not. I would not be beating up anyone. But I get it because sometimes like, you know, we'll talk about exes and I'll be like, oh. I'm going to punch that person. (laughs) (laughs) He did what to you? He did what? Where'd you live? She did. Just curious. (laughs) 
And there's a lot of like, there's a lot of good platonic relationships that come out of oh, this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's one in particular that I, my brother and I loved. They're called Degeneration X. Everything they did week, week by week, they amped up their inappropriate behavior. Kind of like, it's like, it's like Jackass and South Park in a group. That's who they were. The, the weirdest, <laughs> dumbest, anything that came to their minds to say and do, they did it. And it was hilarious because you can't script that kind of like comedy. Almost getting fired many times too for what they were doing on the screen. Like out of nowhere, they'd pull up like, like they'd wear like diapers to the ring sometimes. The dumbest things that you can think of, they did it. And everyone loved that because that, that era, it's like really rebellious in 90s era. So my brother and I seeing that, of course, we're sarcastic people. We wouldn't go to that length to be that crazy, but we would be like, that's hilarious. We watch every week and kind of bond over it. So when my husband and his father get together, invariably they talk about traffic and the best way to get somewhere because <laughs> that's that's just their their oh. that's what their conversation in common. We went to a wedding this past weekend and I went over to their table and they were talking about traffic. I was like, oh, you're still on this part. Okay, bye. <laughs> I just and you go go ahead talk about traffic. But it's funny to me how there's always one thing that bonds members of a family together, mm-hmm. whether it's a sports team or for you it's wrestling. Yeah. And it's not just we like wrestling. It's we like these characters and this story and how 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 they overcame this. Like it's very specifically the narrative that catches you, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And think of uh, Shawn Michaels before Shawn Michaels became um became this like you know heel or weird character. Like his whole thing was he was trying his hardest to be champion. So they, they, he won this one thing called the Raw Rumble, which is 30 men in, a, in, in the you know, they come in the ring, and if you last all the way to the end, you win. And he's won three of them. So on his first chance for the, oh, cool, he's so popular, he can win this whole thing, and he loses at WrestleMania. I'm like, damn, another year of building himself back up again. Does it again, this, this climb again. And does it again for a second time, he wins. I'm like, this is his chance to win the whole thing. And then he loses again at WrestleMania. I'm like, when's this guy got to win? Like, we want him to win. Everyone's behind him. He's like the... The, you're invested. The biggest guy. Yeah, you're, invested you're invested in, in the story. And yeah. the cool thing about him is that they would have these sit-down interviews about his life, who he was. And so then finally, when he went, went the third time, which is insane, at the first position, which like you have to be there for two hours in the ring, which is a lot of time to be running around. He goes up against the best wrestler, Bret Hart, and he beats him in a 60-minute Ironman match, which went overtime. So Ooh. it's like an hour and a half of wrestling plus to beat this guy. And it was like, and the coolest line was, the boyhood dream has been has come true. And like that is exactly wow. what this whole three-year journey was. A boy, because his whole thing when he did those sit-down interviews, like when I was a little kid, I would look up to the Hulk Hogan's and the Ultimate Warriors and the Macho Men, and I want to be them. And, and he's trying yeah. his hardest to be them because Hulk Hogan's whole thing was keep trying, take your vitamins, and don't stop until you get what you want. And that's it, it his whole story was he did not stop. He lost, lost, lost. But he thought, no, I'm going to get there one day. And he got there and everyone wow. loved it. And he became the, the biggest star for like a decade after that. It. It strikes me whenever you talk about wrestling that a big part of your the thing that you love about it is that you're working towards something. Yes. And I would say yeah. that you have that in common with like romantics as well. Like that yes. undying optimism. Yes. And it, like so if, yes. if somebody asks you like what has wrestling taught you about love, you'd probably say at first nothing. But I do think maybe that that's it. Mm-hmm. That Persistence. you keep working. Perseverance. Yeah, that you work hard and you keep going at it and you don't yeah, slack you don't, off. Don't, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I would say that that's probably how you act. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you know what? I think that's our love to go. I think so. Persistence and perseverance. And also take care of your yeah. needs. <laughs> Eat your vegetables. Exactly. As Hulk Hogan. Eat your vegetables. <laughs> take your vitamins. 
But we would love to know, really, 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 we would love to know what is the thing that you love the most? What do you nerd out about? What, if you were put on a stage, could you give a TED talk with no rehearsal and nail it? 10 minutes, your topic. We want to know what do you love most? Because here at Lovestruck, we love the things that you love. You can email us at lovestruckdaily at frolic.media. You can find us on the Twitter at lovestruckdaily and on Instagram at lovestruckdaily, where we post lots of extra content. Maybe Maybe, maybe we'll get a picture of Kai and some Wrestly Spanky Pants. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. But until then, we wish you a very, very persistent romance with Spanky Pants. with you.